welcome back to the podcast. You're listening to Peter Walkton, the owner and creator of Walkton Entertainment. Hi, in case we haven't met before. And if you are, in fact, a regular on this channel, you'll probably notice that my voice doesn't really sound the same like it normally does. That's because this podcast episode is, in fact, about a week late. And I got absolutely slammed with the man flu. And I can't remember the last time I got absolutely hit so hard to the point that I had a voice sexier than Vin Diesel. That's a fact. But I'm back on the mend and I'm very excited to talk about a brand new interview that we've got for you today and a film which I'm also very passionate to talk more about as well. So available on Shudder right here right now is a little film called What Josiah Saw which is in fact a 2021 film but it's actually just been released for the very first time in Australia as of August the 4th. Like I said, I am a little bit late with this uh, podcast episode, but uh, I'm very excited to let you know that I managed to sit down with the film's director, producer and editor, uh, Vincent Groshaw, who was just an absolute pleasure to meet and uh, I thoroughly enjoyed this film as well. I'm not going to talk too much about my thoughts on the film. Uh, if you do want to check out my thoughts on the film first, head over to Walked In Entertainment and you'll be able to read my full review. Uh, otherwise, this podcast episode really just talk briefly about the film's plot and then we'll get stuck into the interview itself. But as far as the plot's concerned for this film, let's get into it. The film actually begins with an introduction to a character by the name of Josiah. This is played by Robert Patrick. Now, if you don't know who Robert Patrick is, he's best known for playing the villain in Terminator 2 Judgment Day. But basically, we've got this character Josiah and his son Thomas, played by Scott Hayes. Now, these two characters live on an old farm. It looks pretty worn out. It looks pretty run down. And it's pretty evident that as father and son, the two don't always see eye to eye on certain matters and it's pretty evident that Josiah the father is also very heavy when it comes to drinking while Thomas is generally shy and keeps to himself he claims to have recently become more of a man of faith which his father Josiah doesn't quite support his religion choices but this is where the plot really goes up another gear one evening, Josiah is actually having a haunting, horrible dream, which he shares with his son Thomas the next morning. Josiah claims that he's actually seen Thomas's mother burning in hell. Josiah believes that this vision is an opportunity for him and all the other family members to correct their past sins, and by doing so, will also save them from burning in hell. So from having this dream, this sets off in motion various events that's basically going to be leading up to a major reunion and some revealing huge secrets that haven't surfaced for over two decades within the family. Without further ado, I'm now going to play you a little clip from the film and then we'll get straight into the interview. I hope you enjoy once again. voice come up inside me and say, your mother, she can't keep hidden from these demons. And then we got chores we got to do. 
First and foremost of which, we gotta spit shine this house. Top to bottom. Take pride in ourselves, where we lay our heads. That's it, right? And Mom's the same thing for me. She ain't do no talking. But that angel, if that what it were, say he got a chore special for you. Say we need to take care of things around here first, and then you do what need be done then. Okay, Paul. Ain't that something? Greetings, Vincent. All the way from Queensland, Australia. How you doing? I'm really well, man. Over in Los Angeles, California, about a 14-hour flight, flight, flight from you. Whew, I was going to say I'm loving that sunshine compared to where I am this morning. <laughs> but uh, it's an absolute honor to meet you this morning. Uh, obviously, we're here to talk about a new film that's coming out exclusively to Shutter streaming services from August the fourth. A little film called What Josiah Saw. Now, this film, congratulations to you, has already taken out various uh, winning awards at various festivals, but. Um, most importantly, the film's about to be released in style on a horror streaming platform. So already a big congratulations to you. And if we have a look at you on IMBD, you've already got a fantastic career thus far with previous films like Cold Water and and then I and and then I go. Um, so some great films under your belt already. And to break the ice, because we've never met before, I wanted to question uh, if you love horror films personally, and if so, what's your favourite? Oh, that's a good question. Um... I always, you know, when it comes to horror, I, I kind of respond to the ones that feel almost confusing, whether they're real or supernatural and not really clear on it. I mean, I'm I'm fans of a lot of different types of horror. Some of them just guilty pleasure types. Like, I, I'll love a movie like Insidious, but, I, you know, my favorite, I, honestly, I don't even think people call it a horror, but was would be Come and See. I mean, that was yeah. the most like intense reaction i think i've ever had for like a any movie and um i kind of i guess i would call that a horror movie but not conventional you know um i mean i have a lot of favorites other than that but <laughs> tremendous no that's a great let's answer. go let's oh, go definitely. with come and see I love it. I'm taking that one. Now, with this film, I have been very honoured to screen the film prior to this interview, and you're going to hear a lot of interviews say how much they loved it. Please hear my heart. I thoroughly loved it. Uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it. So to meet you, I'm, I'm very honoured. Oh, I've thanks. got a couple of butterflies swimming in me because I've enjoyed <laughs> the film that much. I kid you not. Oh, wow. Now, as a director, and here you're also serving as a producer and editor, you know, I imagine there's a lot of stories you're probably looking through. You're thinking about maybe making that one as a film or that one as a film. Um, you know, when you read the story of what Josiah saw, what is it that actually grabbed you that really encouraged you to turn this into a motion feature film? Yeah. I mean, I, I had, um, read this, God, eight years ago, nine years ago, he, the writer was sending me pages as he was doing it. And, um, I had read, read a few of his scripts and they were all very, very sort of distinctive, like very different, very unique ways of telling stories. And I just was kind of like you can't be serious when i was reading this i was like there's the scene that happens and i was like are you kidding me like you're gonna go there? like that's insane and it was only like a third of the way into the movie and i was like where the hell is this movie gonna go from here and so he'd send me more pages and then when i saw what he was doing like switching gears and getting into different characters within chapters i was you know 
I just was along for the ride. And by the end of it, I was rattled. So uh, it's, I think it's hard to rattle me in my opinion with, with something that would be scary. And um, I was just in it. I was in it. And um, yeah, so I, I, I kind of was like, all right, I, and this was in 2013. So it was sort of at the time elevated sort of psychological horror was kicking off. Like it follows came out a little bit after that, the mm-hmm. witch, um and so things like hereditary came out and it was like all right i was on the right track at least with knowing like i wanted to do this as a horror movie even though you know it can kind of take take on different tones at times tremendous and how long did it actually take to make the film basically filming from start to finish was it a very lengthy process or did you have a bit of a tight schedule on that one yeah once you're financed and going it's you never have enough time i mean i think we filmed I mean, to be honest, for what the budget was, we filmed uh, 22 days of shooting, so actual shooting days. So it's, you know, four four to five weeks um, and then about a month of prep. But it was hell. This shoot was it was it was really tough. That said, we had a lot of fun. like when you're filming these kind of intense scenes or scary movies, it's never like all the sets tense or something like that. It's everyone's so happy and jumping on each other after we get a, a great shot or a take. And we were all really excited what we were doing, you know, Tremendous. what we were getting. Tremendous. Now we're not going to do yeah. any spoilers here. That's not allowed, obviously. Sure. But I do want to comment and say, obviously this film does consist and you've touched on it briefly, you know, dark and brutal and unsettling moments. Um, I was sort of curious to question if you had any inspiration um, whether it's from other films, which you've already touched on briefly, or maybe just other people, did you get any sort of inspiration to really push this thing to its limits? I mean, as you already mentioned briefly, like Hereditary and It Follows, maybe they inspired you. But, yeah, just sort of curious as to what inspired uh, you to go to the top. Not really, because I had read this before those were ever made. And and I obviously I've become a fan of those kind of movies. But... um. I think my my sort of the filmmakers that I responded to were the ones I watched in my impressionable years. I would say like from 14 to 18, I knew I wanted to make movies very young. And so those movies I was watching sort of not even my favorite movies, but those ones I was watching during that time just kind of ingrained like my own film aesthetics. Um, Mm. You know, I'm a fan of a lot of different directors. I, I I can name a bunch, but I don't think there's one that I'm like, oh, this is my guy or something. You know, I think yep. the script did a lot of the work of 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 uh, sort of being unique and taking something and and making it your own after that. Um, yeah, which is what I love to do. I, I I write occasionally, but I rather read somebody's thing and fall in love with it and kind of make it your own. It's a little easier. You feel a little less naked creatively because people when people critique your script you you take it a lot more personal i think yeah at least i at least i do if we ride our ways and we ride a great wrong then we could save her we could save your mother boy people save that property i swear it's haunted it's time to let the place go what about paul an old bastard just wants revenge. There's something that he's doing. I need to wait till dark to tell you. But it's dark now.
Basically, I was sort of curious to ask too, yourself and the tremendous cast, which I'll talk about more very shortly, you know, how did this film affect them and how did this film, making this film, affect you? You know, was it a very sort of a heavy burden or, you know, was there any sort of aftermath making scenes or certain film, certain areas of the film, sorry? Yeah, uh, it was, like I said, it was probably the toughest film that to make that of all the ones I did. Um mm it was just there was always problems <laughs> and I, I was the first time i ever had ptsd directing oh. nightmare nightmares um right. after shooting for about two weeks straight i'm not joking like wow. every every night in the morning after for two weeks every night i'd have these really sort of stressful directing dreams thinking i was still shooting and just being wow. like and i'd wake up being like oh wait a minute okay i'm here i'm done we did shoot it. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. that was not that was not normal for me. Um, my first two films yes. that I directed never had that. Um, I mean, a lot of the times the movie making that stuff that goes wrong isn't necessarily stuff that is, um, you know, related to the movie. It's like all of our wardrobe fell out of a U-Haul truck on the freeway oh. at one point. Uh, two of our main characters totally wardrobe gone. Uh, oh. Our house got bur our Airbnb got burglarized. We had a whole thing, and then they ended up catching the guy, um, like a week later, because he was spending one hundred and twenty dollars of Shalotsky's <laughs> fast food with his or first eighties uh, friend's credit card, and so it, they they raided this guy's motel and got yeah. everything back. And he had stolen people's dogs. He was like a pro thief. Um, so we got man. it back, but just crap like that. The whole shoot, like. One yeah. after another, things were going Just adds, haywire. That's the problems that you had. That's insane. Yeah. Good stories, though. I always love hearing the nitty-gritty sort of details them. about behind the scenes. Plenty of them. Uh, let's talk about some of the performances. I could honestly sit to you, sit here all day and praise these performances. Uh, they're all tremendous, and they're all doing Absolutely. things that are very impressive and jaw-dropping. But uh, I was curious to talk briefly about, obviously, uh, Robert Patrick, who does play Josiah in the film, um, you know, I was sort of curious to to question, you know, what attracted you to grab Robert Patrick? Because again, he does deliver a lot of intense and creepy moments on screen. If there's any feedback about that actor and his performance, I'd love to hear it. Yeah, I mean, I've always been a fan of him um, since I was young. I mean, there's a lot of actors you you always watch and you you look forward to maybe working with one day. But I had a friend, a personal friend that knew him, that had worked with him, and he, you know. His name is Ronnie Blevins. He was in the film too. He plays one of Nick Stahl, Eli's henchman that goes to the carnival with him. Um, okay, yeah. And uh, so he recommended, he's like, you got to talk to Robert. He'd be great for this. And this is after I'd initially years ago when I almost had it funded, cast Michael Parks. Um, right. And he was unreal, terrifying. Me and Scott Hayes, Scott Hayes was cast five years or, you know, a while before too, when we almost got it made. And, 
the two of them were together and we were like what is happening i didn't know if uh, michael parks was talking to me or or reading he was just in it wow. but then he yeah. was sick and he was sick and unfortunately he passed away and um yeah when so when we approached robert i mean just to be frank like a lot of actors were really scared of this role um mm. i don't yeah. mean necessarily like oh it's it's scary i mean just it, 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 you clearly in this movie have to go places that people are like, I can go there, but I, I don't want to go there. And I, I can't tell you to change the things in the script because it's so necessary. They got it, yeah. but they're like, you're just going to have to find somebody else. And Robert, yeah. I talk, when I talked to him, he basically got on a FaceTime with me and he was like, I don't know, man, like, I like the script, but I just don't know. And um, I think I get it. Like, uh, you can read this, and if you get the wrong person, it could be taken a totally different way, and this movie can be really just a mess. Um, yeah. I'm not bragging or anything. I just think, like, I get why actors want to know who, who, you know, whose hands they're in. And um, yeah. I think that's what Robert wanted to know, so he asked me to watch my film, my previous film, and I showed it to him, and he called me back right after, and he was like, oh, God damn, we're going to do this movie, right? <laughs> he was just suddenly, like, very excited. Like, yeah, okay. Uh, so I guess I got to do it. So I think rightfully they want to make sure this person who's going to execute this really kind of unsettling material and uh, sensitive subject matter properly. Um, and yeah. so did that. And man, he, he was dedicated to getting every word because the script was very much written how they speak the dialects. And, uh, you know, Robert Diltz, who wrote it, has a very keen voice in it and so robert wanted to honor that and get every word properly and it was it was a lot of fun to see him do his thing i mean there's a lot of dialogue and he was dedicated and had it all down he yeah, came he came so, with it so impressive yeah so impressive yeah. His, his performance is definitely applaud worthy through and through um and as we come to a bit of a like a summary and a, and a bit of a wrap up with this interview again appreciate your time because i know you're very popular as this film's being released soon but um, if I gave you the floor as we came up to a bit of a summary and close or a wrap up, um, the people of Australia are listening to this interview right now. What is it you'd like to tell them, maybe to encourage them? Why should they see, you know, what Josiah saw on Shutter Streaming Service from the 4th of August? What is it you'd like to tell them why they should watch it? Well, I think if you like movies, um, the one thing about all of them is you want to come away feeling something and there's no way like it or hate this movie you will not come away from it feeling something pretty one way or the other it's it's very much that kind of movie that you you invest the time in to watch and you you peel back the layers and if you can ride that out you're in for a treat and maybe too much for people you know and that's all good I, i'm okay with that yeah you know that's what yeah. i would say that's also a compliment yeah, tremendous. Look, I, as I said to you, I thoroughly enjoyed the film. And as the credits rolled, I actually began an instant rewatch. I went straight back in for more. Um, you know, oh, this wow. film is is truly a thrill ride. And uh, I really commend your work for this film. I'm very excited to meet you, promote it. Uh, once again, ladies and gentlemen, August 4th, please subscribe to Shudder. And I assure you, this is a film worth checking out and definitely worth supporting. And most importantly, Vincent, I look forward to more great things to come your way. Thanks so much for your time and, and people of Australia love you. And uh, I need to get down there one day. So please do. Let's I hope have a beer you, when hope you, come you down. enjoy. Absolutely. <laughs> Thanks again.
So there you have it. That concludes my interview with the film's director for what Josiah saw 2021. As mentioned, this film is now available exclusively on the Shutter streaming service. You cannot see it anywhere else but Shutter streaming service. So if you do check this film out, let me know what you thought of it. It's most certainly not for the faint-hearted, but for those that can push through it, I found the film to be quite rewarding. And thank you once again for listening to this podcast. I hope you're still enjoying everything that we're putting out. And uh, also a big thank you for putting up with my croaky little voice on the mend, as mentioned at the start of the podcast as well. Uh, If you haven't done so already, please hit that subscribe button. There's a lot of great things coming on this channel. And uh, don't be afraid to drop a review while you're at it as well. Until next time, thank you again. Keep watching.